Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Let's talk about the Pacific Championships, the week that was the final week of the Pacific Championships. I cannot believe we aren't getting any more football for a little while. Uh, I am absolutely thirsting for football and the season has only just finished. Uh, But let's talk about the week that was for the Pacific Championships, for the Pacific Championship Finals. We'll start off with the one that's going to hurt the most for me to talk about, the Kiwis and Australia game. 30-0 Kiwis win. Now, we knew that there was going to be an ambush. I even said that, that that I knew that there was going to be an ambush. I just knew. I knew they were going to come out. They were going to come out strong. Uh, I tipped Australia. I tipped Australia 1-12. to I thought it was going to be a close game. I thought that, you know, that was it was going to be kept really tight. Tino and Payne were going to be clinical. Um, but Isaiah Yo was best on field for me for Australia. I thought that in a losing side, he was probably the most clinical, just his ball playing through the middle uh, and his defense as well. I thought that he was probably the better player on the park uh, in a game where we did lose 30 nil. Um, but even still, I mean, it was a pretty poor performance from Australia. It was as poor as I've seen Australia. The biggest losing margin all time for Australia as well, uh, 30 nil. It broke the 1992 or three, I think it was, record. I'll have to double-check that one because Random Stats Guy uh, put it up the other day. I could be totally wrong with those dates, but, um, yeah, it is the biggest... Uh, losing margin in a while for Australia, 30 nil, uh, and the biggest losing margin ever um, against New Zealand as well. So, um, yeah, it was a, definitely a tough pill to swallow. I remember I was obviously at work um, at the time the game was on. I had to come back and re-watch it. Um, and obviously, um, you know, as I was starting the game, I actually went to look at the score, and I saw 30 nil, and I was like, fuck, I'm in for it here. It was probably the worst decision all time for me to look at the score. And then having to sit through that whole 80 minutes of just watching Australia getting absolutely destroyed. Um, Obviously, the likes of Ronaldo Militalo, Fisher Harris and Leota really standing up in this game. uh, Joseph Tarpanay as well was clinical. I mean, it was just an absolute New Zealand clinic, and it's probably one of the better New Zealand sides we've seen. In fact, I think even Nathan from the Rugby League Guru said that it was one of the better New Zealand sides we've ever seen, Uh, one of the best New Zealand performances of all time. Uh, And I don't push back on that too much at all. I think that that was the most clinical I've ever seen that the the, uh, Kiwis play. Uh, And I've been watching football for a while now, and I think that... Um, yeah, uh, it's probably the best game I've seen from the Kiwis, especially against Australia, who or Australia always come out and put a clinic up against the Kiwis as well. It's always a tough game. But for the Kiwis to come out and beat us 30-0, um, yeah, just really, really hectic. It just wasn't much execution in our sets. Um, you know, Australia, we didn't look as clinical as we did in previous games, especially compared to last week where we were really, really solid. Um, yeah, it was a really unfortunate way to go out, a really unfortunate way to go out. And it's so poorly structured, I find, the Pacific Champions, Pacific Championships as well. Um, you know, obviously, we played two games against uh, New Zealand. We won one and lost one, and somehow we've lost the Pacific Championship. Like, the structure is really poor. Hopefully, going into next year, they can work on getting the structure right because that was... 
it was pretty abysmal, to be honest. We've won one and lost one, but somehow we still lose the Pacific Championship. So they've got to fix the structure shop structure. Sorry, so it makes a bit more sense because that was, um, yeah, it was pretty abysmal structure. And maybe this is just me as a sort of loser. I'm sure, if Australia won, I would be singing the praises um, of the structure, but. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I think uh, as a fan of rugby league watching that, I think the structure was pretty poor because even PNG and Fiji played each other twice as well. Uh, we'll talk about that game in a second, but yeah, no, pretty poor performance from Australia. It's probably the worst I've seen Australia play. We were talking about how good, um, the Kiwis were. It's probably the worst I've seen Australia play as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it was pretty abysmal from Australia and the Kiwis just really put the nail in the coffin, especially in that second half. They were outstanding. Uh, Cam Murray was obviously ruled out at the start of the game and Nico Hines came in. Obviously, Ruben Cotter uh, was moved into the starting back row uh, and Nico Hines was moved onto the bench. I think not having Cameron Murray out there defensively uh, was very noticeable. Uh, obviously, Murray makes a shit ton of tackles and gets through a shit ton of work. Uh, just not having him out there, I felt, was a little bit noticeable uh, in terms of the defensive side. Not really an attack, but in defense for sure. Uh, you could definitely notice uh, the absence of Cam Murray on that edge. Uh, it was a dominant first half showing from the Kiwis. They had 59% possession of the ball. Uh, they kept the Kangaroos scoreless at halftime, obviously throughout the entire game as well. It was the first time they've done that since the year I was born, 2005. So... Um, that is insane. Uh, chance to go clock start. We talk about performances here for the Kiwis. He was outstanding. 277 metres uh, and six tackle busts for him. Uh, he got obviously player of the match in that game as well. Uh, we was obviously talking about, you know, some of the players that were going to have a big impact in this game. And I sort of mentioned at the last minute that chance to go clock start, you know, he'd been playing good football in this tournament. He was looking really, really solid. Uh, but in this game, he was the player of the match. He was one of the guys that really stood out for me. His ball playing has improved a shit ton. Uh, I think at Canberra, we were sort of... Uh, that was probably one of our only criticisms for Chance to go clock start, just his ball playing um, a little bit there. He almost played like a second 5-8, and he has been for the past two, um, obviously, test series for New Zealand with his ball playing. Uh, he's... he's Really, really improved in that area of his game. And uh, just his running game as well was outstanding here. All around, Chance Hill Clockstar uh, was outstanding in that game. Uh, Isaiah Yo, 44 tackles uh, in 66 minutes. Obviously, had a 66-minute stint for him, uh, which was pretty impressive. I, As I said, I thought that he was Australia's best in a game where we get smashed 30-0. I thought Isaiah Yo really stood out for me. Uh, the Kangaroos missed 38 tackles in the first half and 21 more than the Kiwis, which they scored. Uh, they only made 17. That just shows you how much ball the Kiwis had. Uh, Australia recorded the biggest test losing margin after going down to New Zealand by 24 points in 1952 and 2005. 1952. I thought it was 1990 something. 1952 and 2005. That is absolutely insane. Uh, the last time the Kiwis beat the Kangaroos was in 2018 as well. So uh, what a way to end a losing streak uh, to get a big win in a big way over the Kangaroos. But yeah, I'm absolutely gutted as a Kangaroos fan. Uh, going into this one, I thought Australia were going to win. I thought that Payne Haas and Tino were going to be the difference in the middle. Um, but obviously, it, it really wasn't much help when you've got guys like James Fisher-Harris, when you've got guys like 
um, Moses Leota and Joseph Tarpanay going through the middle and really setting the tone there through the middle as well. It's really hard to, I guess, um, you know, do anything about that, to be honest. Um, yeah, 59% possession there for the Kiwis, 41% uh, for the Kangaroos. Uh, the the Kiwis had 10 more minutes in total in possession, which is unheard of uh, when you look at time in possession. Uh, completion rate, 83% for the Kiwis, 35 out of 42, 26 out of 35 at 74% there um, for the Kangaroos, which is pretty appalling. Um, let's have a look at the player stats. I want to see how much of an impact Tino and Payne had on this game. Um, Tino didn't even get over 100 metres. Payne just got 100. Tackle bus one for Payne, two for Tino. Uh, so, yeah, definitely not having as much of an impact as they did in the last one. Uh, I, I, fucking hell. Um, Isaiah, yo, three tackle bus, 116 metres. So, obviously, had a big impact in this one. 55 post contact as well there. Um, yeah, look, I mean, it wasn't the best performance. Let's just say that. It really wasn't the best performance for Australia. There were a lot of errors in this game. 12 errors for Australia, 10 for the Kiwis as well. Um, penalties conceded, 5 and 5. Ruck infringements, 1 for Australia, 0. And then obviously inside 10 metres, 1. Um, so obviously there was also a bit of a discipline issue there for Australia. Uh, but yeah, look, I mean, I, I don't really have to talk about it much more. It was a really, really strong performance from the Kiwis. Ronaldo Militalo, Chance with a clock start. Um, Jermaine Asako, two tries in that game. He was outstanding. Matsumoko, fuck, he'd be a shoey for the Golden Boot for sure. He's been outstanding in the centres there for the Kiwis. All tournament, he has been absolutely electric. Every time he gets his hands on the ball, something's going to happen. He was absolutely outstanding. Um, you know, there were so many big performances in this game. But, yeah, you got to give it to the way of the forwards. I mean, the forwards were the one that set the tone through the middle um, for the Kiwis and allowed um, for the Kiwis to get on such a roll. I mean, you look at the difference in metres. Um, both Tino and Payne only run for about 100 metres each, whereas you've got uh, Fisher-Harris running for 147 metres in this game, and then you've got Moses Leota running for 122. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's... It's pretty upsetting uh, as an Australian fan, but yeah, I mean, the Kiwis, they have been playing some really outstanding football. Britton Nicotta as well in this tournament has been great every time he's run the ball. 197 metres here for Joseph Tarpanay as well. Uh, 17 hit-ups for him, which is outstanding. Nelson as well, 121 metres. Uh, 10 hit-ups for him. Six tackle busts. Six tackle busts there for Nelson. That's the same as Charles to clock start there at fullback. Seven tackle busts for Ronaldo Molotalo. Uh, so you can almost blame it on the defense as well. Jermaine Asako, five tackle busts. Joseph Manu, three. Matsumoko, three. Uh, Dylan Brown, five tackle busts. Jerome Hughes, five tackle busts. Uh, James Fisher-Harris, one. Isaiah Papali'i, two. Britton Nicola, two. Uh, Joseph Tarpane, one. Uh, Farmani Brown, one. Griffin Neem, one, uh, two, and then Leo Thompson, two as well. So the defense was absolutely abysmal here for the Kangaroos. Nearly every single player on the park got more than one tackle bus in this game. Absolutely abysmal defense. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, look, really heavy stuff. Oh, it was pretty disappointing from the Kangaroos. Probably the worst performance we've seen from the Kangaroos over the past few years and the worst we've seen since 2005. 
Uh, as for the Kiwis, it's the best we've seen them since 2005. And I think that over the next few years, they're going to take a lot of confidence from this game. If they get more chances to play with each other as well, that's just going to be a scary thought going into the future as well. So big performance here from the Kiwis. Uh, moving on, because I need to move on just for my sanity so I don't shed some tears. But um, Fiji, Fiji, PNG, 32 to 12. The PNG Kumuls won. We called it. What else did we call? Edwin Epape to score a try out of dummy half. What did he do? Score a try out of fucking dummy half. We call shit. As I said, foreseer of rugby league. We are the foreseer of, I am the foreseer of rugby league. I foresee the game and I saw Edwin Epape scoring a try and I said, fucking let's make this call. Big call, big les. It all makes sense. It's one big omen. Uh, we just get shit done here at Big Lezzard's League. That's what we do. Edwin Apartbase scoring a try to dummy half. Uh, but we also caught that the Coolmans were going to win this game. Uh, we said that they were going to come back. We said they weren't going to go down without a fight. Obviously, a big game for them last week, getting absolutely destroyed by Fiji. Fiji would have been coming into this one with a little bit of confidence, and the Coolmans pretty much just put that to bed. Uh, Robert Derby scoring two tries, a big improvement from him, especially uh, with having a little bit of a shocker the previous week, dropping a lot of ball. And just not finding himself in the right positions. He's really come out this week and corrected himself. And he's had a really solid game for the Kummels as well. Um, yeah, Robert Derby, really impressed with him. And if he comes in during the origin period for the Cowboys, I'm very excited to see a little bit more from him in, in first grade. Uh, Wonga Blake, though, for Fiji, two tries in this one. Uh, he had a, a lot of hand on the ball. They were spreading to his edge quite a bit. I thought in the losing side, Jerome Buller was still good. He had a line break, 161 metres, five tackle busts, a try assist, a line break assist. Um, he was really good in the losing side for me, Jerome Buller. Um, I thought that Tuika Mikamika was quite good, 102 metres in this game as well. Uh, he was really setting the tone for this Fiji inside through the middle. Obviously, Sunia Taruva got ruled out again due to injury. Some Kale Ravalawa had to play in the centres. But we obviously gave a lot of criticism to uh, Mikhail Ravalawa for playing centre. Still managed to run 143 metres in this game. Uh, obviously, out of position, I would say. Um, so he did quite well there at centre, even though that is not his preferred position and it's not the position I'd prefer him to be in. Uh, we were also talking about Kurt Donahue and his impact on this Fijian side. 119 metres in this one, 15 post contact and the tackle bust for me. I think that is really impressive. I think that Kurt Donahue is really, really impressive. I'm uh, a big fan of Kurt Donahue and his work. I think that he is going to be a real good asset for the Dolphins if they re-sign him. They need to re-sign him very, very soon before another club takes him because he is an absolute weapon and I highly rate him. Playing out of position in 5-8 uh, and has been doing a great job for Fiji as well. So some good signs for PG. Uh, uh, sorry, for Fiji. Not PG. Uh, Fiji in a losing game. Uh, as for PNG, uh, I thought that Alex Johnston was great at fullback. I wouldn't prefer him at fullback, but in international level for PNG, he always manages to kill it. 116 metres, 33 post contact, a tackle bust as well in this game, a line break assist and a try assist for him. Um, I thought that Nene McDonald was great as well. 176 metres, 83 post contact and five tackle busts for him. 
really, really dangerous and great to see him, um, you know, go out with it bang two before he goes back to the Super League. We won't be able to see him again uh, for those who exclusively watch NRL for a little while until PNG do play again. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of great individual performances. Edwin Apape standing up in this one, 102 uh, meters in this one. Seven tackle busts out of dummy half is outstanding. Uh, a line break, a line break assist and a try assist as well. Uh, really, really impressive Edwin Apape. Congratulations to Reese Martin as well. He became the most capped Kummel of all time with his 17 appearances, eclipsing the 16 international appearances for the Kummels by Paul Ayton uh, and John Wilshere, uh, who are members of the current PNG coaching staff and the legendary Stanley Jean. Uh, great stuff there for Reese Martin. Congratulations to him. Uh, before this match, the Batty were undefeated in this year's Pacific Championship. So there you go. Uh, that's a great sign for Fiji. And even I didn't know that Fiji were undefeated before going into this game as well. That's big stuff there. Um, prior to this game, Mike Acevo had scored nine tries in nine test matches, including seven in his past five tests, but was denied a try in this match after losing the ball over the line uh, following pressure from Roderick Ty, who was at right center. Tell you what, it's very brave to try and make a tackle on Mike Acevo and force an error out of him, but Roderick Ty... Brave, made of the right stuff, gets the job done there. Um, yeah, look, all in all, it was a pretty entertaining game. It usually is against this PNG uh, and Fiji insides. They always seem to produce some really exciting football. Uh, and I was really entertained watching this one on me Sunday, Arvo. It was a really, really solid game. Uh, obviously, PNG getting the win, as we predicted. If only Australia got the win, it would have made my weekend end a little a bit nicer. Um, but yeah, great game. Game from PNG. Uh, I thought it was a great game from Alex Johnston. A great game from um, obviously your Robert Derbys of the world as well, who scored two tries in this one. Um, and yeah, look, Apple Capignanis obviously setting the tone through the middle. Did get sent to the sin bin, uh, but he was setting the tone for PNG through the middle. And Valentine Richard as well was really, really impressive as well. So uh, solid stuff there for uh, PNG. Obviously, Fiji very unlucky to lose. Uh, sending it to Ruva in the centers early in that game, but I thought they did very well without him as well. So um, great stuff there. Uh, and yeah, what a way to win the Pacific Championships. Uh, and I'm going to be missing football. I'll tell you that for free. I'll be missing football. One.